I, I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about. Who cares what you want to talk about? Well, I've seen the movie a few times. I can. It's a beautiful movie. Interesting thought. Ryan has never seen this movie. Before. I've never seen The Shining. I've and I honestly, I kind of, I didn't. I mean, this wasn't like a mantra that I live by, but I just kind of wanted to go my whole life with never seen it because I seen one scene from it when I was younger. You're fucking scared. The scene with the lady in the bathtub, the hot lady in the bathtub. And I was oh, like, yeah. yep, I don't need to see this movie. Like, it freaked me out. What are you, and Anne Sassy been... from The Comeback? I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. <laughs> That's ageist, Ryan. You're being ageist. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought she I'm was just saying, equally hey, beautiful just saying, in the tub and out of the tub. If you got HBO Max, check out The Comeback. The Lisa Kudrow show? Call it a comeback. Yeah. <clears throat> show's funny. Is that the one with Jamie Foxx, um, Johnny Knoxville? Oh no, that's the Ringer. I need to watch that. It's a classic. Yeah, uh, the Ringer's, the Ringers. Like, is like The Shining for me. It's like I watched a little <laughs> bit when I was a kid. I got scared. You got a lot of conspiracy theories about this it and stuff. This was yeah. a very beautiful movie, though. Very gorgeous. Yeah, this and is it wasn't Stanley even that Kubrick's. scary. It's not even that scary. It was more like an art house piece. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, nineteen eighty. 1980, 1980, got it. 1980, got it. Is this Kubrick's best movie? That's a big question. What's some of his other ones? All right, here's the hits. We got Dr. Strangelove, 2001, A Space Odyssey, Clockwork Orange, Barry Lyndon, The Shining. Clockwork's lame. Full Metal Jacket. I haven't seen any of these, man. Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, you you haven't seen it. The Killing, Paz of Glory, Fear and Desire, Lolita. Mm-mm. So, so Kubrick is like, when I was in middle school, he was my favorite director. And Are you talking about Stanley? Stanley Kubrick. This guy, <laughs> when you're like first getting into movies, his movies really just like make an impact because, you know. Well, they're really entertaining on top of being like expertly beautiful. made in a way that you notice. Yes, they're entertaining I mean, mainstream like easy movies. Easy to see why it's so good. They were all most of them were blockbusters, very big hits. Um, they are maxim maximalist. They're all like hyper detailed, extremely well made, extremely well crafted. Everything is music. like perfectly composed. Every le- level element of. And the other thing balanced. is, they're all hypnotic. You just get yes. lulled into the state of just like being like. It's like glacier paste, but you don't mind. And you just, it's like you just get locked in and the movies become, you can like really focus all of your attention on it because there's nothing, because he makes everything so perfectly and there's no like real flaws or there's no like shitty scenes or there's no half-ass scenes. You just, you don't get taken out of the movie um, unless the visual effects get really bad or dated or something, but like you don't get taken out of the movie and you just like stay on the journey. And also like his editing's really good, his music choices are really good. And oh, the timing, yeah. You know, well, does he use the same? People <laughs> talked about him. Uh, people talked about this before. He's All new. this, nothing. There's nothing new you can say about Stanley Kubrick. Other, other. Stanley I got some. Pubic. I got some. Yeah, I was going to say Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> did you know you used to lick pubes? Who doesn't? Stanley, I love. He's my favorite director, Stanley Kubrick. While Adam was sipping piss out of a Gatorade bottle, Kubrick was <laughs> Kubrick Ryan, was licking pubes. 
Let me ask you something. Have you ever seen 2001 a a Space Odyssey? No, I have not yet. That's one I haven't seen. I always get too high. Or it's, it's always a great like, movie to, to to smoke and watch. Though, I think it's like it's a great movie actually to talk talk about while you're watching it. Oh, like, I'm what, talking. What's um, going on? I just want to say Stanley Mine? Kubrick would be appalled at Adam Bauer's audio because it is he's clipping. He's hitting the gate. It's you're getting digital distortion. It's like your volume. Pardon me. D-D-D I turned it up when I You should turn it down a bit around. I know when the mic was turned around before I realized. I, See, I turned it up a lot. Stanley Kubrick so. would would it's, beat you. He would torture you. He would make it start over. I want to torture myself. So the other thing about Kubrick is this is when he starts losing it because this movie like, has literally? the most... Yeah, he's this, he, losing his artistic abilities, his vision and everything. This is kind of his peak. Oh, he's not going like senile though. Okay, that's what I thought. No, this is, his, this is him at the peak of his... Um, this is what he made after 2001, right? No, this no, is no. The no. first one. The no, Clockwork Orange is, and <laughs> yeah. it goes, it goes 2001, Clockwork Orange, Barry Lyndon, The Shining. So oh, wow. those, this runs very important for him. So 2001: A Space Odyssey was an enormous hit, gigantic hit, huge, fucking. Think like Dunkirk. Changing. Think like Star Wars before Star Wars, Jaws before Jaws, like. The visual effects leap that he made in 2001 A Space Odyssey had has never been. Well, I guess it's been duplicated since, but like it's like yeah, 2001 that doing that Star for the Wars. He did, did Doctor Strangelove right before 2001. Yes. Oh, that's, he did multiverse that's part of the because like, you know, Lolita and stuff or it's like Doctor Strangelove like, wasn't a hit, though. But here's oh, the reason okay. why I'm I'm bringing up 2001 in relation to The Shining is because they're very similar movies. So 2001 is when he really clicks in. He's got the classical music thing going. He originally was going to have a score. He had a guy do an entire score for the movie. He threw it out and was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I love the temp music now. I can't imagine listening to that. So like it's all classical music, you know, like the waltz when the spaceships are spinning and stuff. There is some original music at the end, but just a a tiny bit. So then Clocker Gorange has classical music. That's a big hit. But with that movie, he's like trying to go low budget. Barry Lyndon is probably the movie he worked the hardest on. And it was a huge, it was kind of a, a flop. People thought it was boring. Of it. It's fucking awesome, but it's long. It's it was not a big hit in America. It didn't really win that many awards. And so The Shining was him like, I got to make a hit. I got to make a hit. And so. Oh, and it hit. It was a big hit. It, um, but Barry Lyndon, he was getting pretty nuts with like how many takes he was doing. The Shining, he just goes off the rails. So like there's a scene with Scatman Crothers in the kitchen when he's talking to Danny when they're having ice cream. And he's like, do you know how I knew you liked, or do you know how I knew your name was Doc? Yeah. And he talks about The Shining. He yeah. shot like a hundred. Like one of the most, um, one of the most important scenes though. It describes it's, the whole plot. It's very important. It has to set up the whole psychic ability thing. It's the, that's it, like the Stephen King element. Yeah. And I really, I really okay. want to get down to the questions because I got them. But that scene took 161 takes and Scatman Crothers was, was like freaking Which out. Which take did he use though? I don't know. 
he uses question. like this. Sorry, he uses sorry. like he uses the second one. <laughs> yeah. He's so pissed off. You know what? I think he got it right. Actually, see the thing is the so yada yada yada. This whole thing of shooting all these takes, making everything perfect, really has helped Kubrick's status in the long run because his movies hold up for repeat viewings because they're so well made and they're so. Well, you talk about perfectly like, calibrated. Yeah, like Shelley Duvall's performance is also one that was like really defined by the ex exhaustion of the number of takes he was doing. Yes. You know, like when she's like real and 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 like at the end when she's like being really in you know just like just worn screaming out and terrified and shit like it really does look like that because she's like legitimately like yeah. freaking out. Having, like, well, wasn't there like, wasn't Jack Nicholson kind of pushing it too? Isn't there like some bad blood was there wondering. was there well was there, he's never the, was jack the nicholson doing as many takes too or was because he was like he's doing a well, lot he got, he got like real into he got real like aggressive wasn't somebody wasn't she didn't she say she was like scared to work with him because he got like way too into it he's really good in the movie he is really They're good but i mean that would be scary that'd be like, scary you know the thing is with nicholson like, is that he he did put runner, himself dude. into it a lot, but also he never was the same after this movie. Is that this is when after this movie you get the big he, loud he's Jack crazy. Nicholson, That's, he, you I, get the Joker, yeah. you get the Shining. It's like Pacino. The same thing happened with Scarface. There's like a before and after thing. De Niro with it's Raging Bull. There's a before thing. and after. It's like this is when all these guys started really pushing themselves. I mean, maybe they this, were like, like method oh shit, that thing. was like that makes it like an amazing that like that as an actor that like feels like that they had done push their like craft or whatever to like its limit so it's like they want they feel like they need to keep doing that and maybe it's a very maybe, american maybe it feels thing like to do big sometimes yeah but it's like a cool i bet it's like they've already done for their career they've already had these performances that are more understated and natural and then they like or whatever they they get known they're just for having they're fun big, with it character one and now so I can like, make anger management. Why not keep going? Yeah. <laughs> Let's explore that character. Call the Sandman. Well, uh, the why cost. Is he so act, close to the, Adam while they hit that like high level of grandeur, the cost is they lose the ability to be subtle, believable, relatable. They can only kind of play these over the top characters. Every now and then, you it's see cool. hints of it in their performance, but it's like the other the the. A big motivator behind this movie was to be a big hit, was to make hell money, was to show Kubrick was relevant. He he the was really upset. Off. The book was huge. So this is one of the earliest Stephen King adaptations. It's after Carrie. So he still, it wasn't like the late 80s, early 90s, where people were kind of exhausted of Stephen King, or it was just like, oh man, he really knocks him out. Like Okay, yeah, the stapler some guy. Of, some of these movies yeah. are fucking stupid. The Lawnmower Man, this is just getting even though it's like a rip, not even based on his book, like, you know, he did a mower man. I forgot about that. One. He's just like, he's a new writer at the time. So there's a different kind of um, relevance he has. Have but, you seen, have you seen there's an interview with him and George R. R. Martin and uh, George R. R. is like, how do you write so much? He's like, what do you do? Like, what's your day to day? And Stephen King's like, oh, I, it takes me like four days to finish a book. And I just write, I just sit down and do it. I probably do like two books a month. And George R is like, what the fuck? You never just sit down and like have a blank. Like, and 
have writer's block? And he's like, nah, just write through it. And it's like, that's why his, all of his books are like kind of, it got old fast. The twist or the telekinetic twist or the. Yeah, because he's like a cokehead, right? Well, that, no, the other thing alcoholic. is, that's a good contrast with like Kubrick. Thing. He was an alcoholic. He was on cocaine. That's true. Stephen Adam. King was? Hell yes. yeah. Yeah, that's he's like, like the well, habit. Those are the habits of somebody who has. The Shining is very autobiographical for Stephen King. Yeah, that, that's so The Shining is about alcoholism, right? For Stephen King, it is. For Kubrick, not so much. I mean, so, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, well, for the, the, the script. I mean, the script. Because he literally, his kid is telekinetic, right? And he doesn't know this. His kid's got The Shining. Um, and he, five months later, uh, previously abused him. Drunkenly. Yeah, let's get in the movie. Enough drunkenly abused bullshit. him. So he, well, I'm kind of getting theoretical, but I think yeah. it's pretty literal. So he, he abused him. And then he went sober for five months. And then... I believe the kid was the one that was torturing him. Like the kid had the tech was like fucking around no, with all the demons, no, not on purpose. No. Well, William, this is a fair. He can have his interpretation yeah. of things. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying 237. Oh, movie, give me a give me an example of the kid. Torturing Every time. The father. So, OK, so the scene where From the perspective of an alcoholic well, the whole thing is like he doesn't like his dad because he's scared of him because he was pre he was just recently physically abused by him. He's so like, it's he's really young. He's clearly too, he's clearly traumatized. Really. Yeah, he's like clearly yeah, something. But he's like, like he's hurt. he's talking to himself understand. in the fucking mirror. He's being possessed. Okay. Uh, so every time there's a scene, specifically with the lady in the room, the sexy lady that turns into a rotten old lady. Um, while that's going on, it keeps cutting oh, back dude. to it keeps cutting back to the kid having like a seizure because he's watching this happen. Like he can see it happen. So it's like every every oh, time, okay. every time, every time something haunting is happening, it cuts to the he's kid and he's having a like a, a seizure. The thing is, he's maybe doing it is what I'm saying. I believe you have it backwards. So I in that scene, I believe while that he's reacting event to it instead happening, of happening, the kid it. is feeling it. He's reacting to it. He feels the energy of the hotel. There's well, a theory also, that Jack Nicholson's Jack, not even actually there. He's dead. He's theory, been dead since 1921. Jack Nicholson is actually he has the shining also. That's a theory. Yes, because well, I, I had that theory too because he you can tell that him something's off with him. He just can't control or can't hold on deal with it. And he doesn't know how to control it. Yeah. Well, you have to remember that like. No, fellas. The kid has the dot. The kid has dick the cook to explain to him he what has a he's tutor feeling. yeah and jack nicholson you doesn't have that he doesn't have that advantage so when he's at the bar talking to the bartender or he's in the bathroom he thinks it's real to... yes he thinks but he's, he's also dead though this i kind of really didn't like that ending He's not dead, Ryan. He is a person he's, who, with a wife and kid, who ha- drives a car. Then why is he in the picture job. from 1921? Because okay, he's not it's like dead. the house like absorbed him or whatever. I agree. The picture is a little confusing. That, of course, that's the what they're saying. Who was standing you, there before? There's you some guy in the get middle. to f- here's the thing. Kubrick understands something very important that David Lynch understands that a lot of like really good avant-garde artistic directors understand, which is. You don't have to explain everything. You just leave a little bit unexplained and let the audience fill it in. Yeah. So everybody can have All their own vibes. theory about why he's in the photo. Yeah, that's Ryan, the fun of it. 
do you know about this movie that's the documentary about this movie about like the theory 237 or something no yeah have you... dude i just saw this movie for the first time i ain't watching behind the scenes before i never seen adam you can't we can't hear anything you're saying because you're sitting two feet away from the microphone you have to put your face you're shining to the us, microphone dude. i can you hear him perfectly just... in my head though you can't what hear him this? in your head adam's in my head right now you gotta you gotta swing arm swing that shit over is that how's that it's better, but better. Get that shit closer. Yeah, kiss your lips it. on it. Kiss it. Kiss it, trace, bro. Trace, trace your lips with your finger. Yeah, I, I, and I, trace oh, the I gotta, I gotta get my lips on it. You're saying Just, for real? Yeah, kiss put it. your fucking mouth on that shit. Give it a kiss. <laughs> Give it a little peck. He's got a pop a filter. Pack. Pop, oh. pop that filter, bro. Let me see a little smooch. How's it? Pop. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Pop. Never mind. I regret it. So the other right, thing so is what I'm gonna sound like. So I'm, what were you gonna, what say, I'm gonna sound like on the what's your theory about two three seven that movie? Oh, that's just a lot there's a lot of things that are really stupid in that movie. I feel like well, if you watch oh, the, the shining theories. after seeing that, because you're just like there's nothing. Yeah, well here's the thing with that the movie. The movie is not bad. what's going it's, on. That movie just lets people go wild with their theories. The and it's the, I hate these people. <clears throat> the most if you really want to understand this movie, like Ryan. You have to look at it in the context of all of Kubrick's other movies. That's how you kind of that's how you kind of understand his motivations. Well, if you see how he works. No, he didn't write this movie, though. Yeah, he did. He wrote the screenplay. Well, there you literally the rewrite the pages every day. The scenes are. And Stephen King hates this movie. Stephen King detests this movie. He, he, it's so much not like what he. It's so different from his um, book. The book for him was extremely personal. It's about his own alcoholism, being a writer, yada, yada, yada. And Kubrick was just like, yeah, I don't care about, uh, I just want to make this into a movie. And I'm just, Let's I can just have this, this guy movie. chop some people. But the Let's have this guy chop a door down. The alcoholic element is a really good part of the movie though, too, I would say. Like, yeah, because it fuels Jack, like Jack's, his character name is Jack, right? Look, this movie blew yeah. away his book. No one reads that book. No one talks about that book. People talk no, about no, I'm not talking about the book. I'm talking about the alcoholism. That's why Stephen King is he's jealous. He's jealous. All right. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, but the it's alcoholism's like, there. It's there. But here's the thing. Character Stephen motivation. He, that's a really good character. Motivation, what was he a teacher? Like, he was a teacher. He just retired as a teacher. Just quit his job as a teacher. He, that's how it he starts. stopped. He, he, yeah, I guess he quit or he got. I don't know. He was looking for something else. But he so, was, so he he's just trying to write a book. Or whatever. His, it'd be um, his first book. So like, he's not a writer. This is him trying to get into it. I he's thought about to isolate like, himself and he's going to write his novel in isolation. It's a great plan. Fuck. It's a Am pandemic. To talk? Well, no one can hear what you're saying. What are you talking about? You're really quiet and you're really far away. And it's just kind of like. You're so, you just told me that I was super loud. I'm. Look, Adam, you don't. I, if Hello? I don't hear you. Pop. You gotta be have force. This is a battle of wills. I feel. I feel Ryan, like Ryan. Is this kid, true? I feel like the kid, and I don't know which one of you is Nicholson, and actually Williams Nicholson. And, yeah, bro. And Adams, you're the sexy ass wife, dude. I fell in love with Fred. Her name? Shelly Duvall. Yeah. She oh looks my good god, in this movie, dude! I've heard everybody. I always too. thought she was cute, but damn, we destroyed her entire so, acting career. Yeah. Why? That's relief. What's the trivia on that? Well, the other thing is, how much okay, of an acting career? Is this good? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds great, okay. dude. 
Okay. It's like, thanks. Well, you how much of an acting career it, yeah. was she even going to have? She's no, she did Shelley Duvall's, or she was like, uh, she hosted that fairy tale theater show. There's lots of reasons no. why people have short acting careers. That part is that, that show was good. I thought she's in this movie. Everybody loves it. How many movies yeah, do you want to be movie. in, Shelley Duvall? You want to be in Beverly Hills Cop? You want to be all in... you need to be in? That'd be sick. Be... She's really go- good. And she um... wanted, she wanted oh, that Ryan, anger management. Woody role. Allen. Woody Allen eats eats her out in um Annie in, Hall. Um, How old is she in that movie? Twelve. <laughs> she plays Hers. his daughter and he eats her out. Yeah, Woody all Allen the girls, all the women roles in Annie Hall are like Woody Allen sucks. Jerry Seinfeld sucks. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> they're pedophiles. Okay, Kanye. George Bush doesn't even care about black people. Something that those two have in common. Look, let's talk about the movie. All right, so this movie is awesome. Opening title yeah, sequence, gorgeous. It's all bit all built in a studio, right? Most of it's studio. Yeah, studio, second unit. Kubrick is like very um, controlling, but he didn't want to go to America. He was afraid to fly, so he had a helicopter crew shoot that whole sequence, driving up in Washington the, or something. Why are these Those guys so stupid? Helicopter shots are awesome. I can make these most genius movies, but I'm scared to fly. The fuck? everything is like <laughs> no, no. perfect. The way he, he didn't want to. We don't. He didn't want to like design a hotel. So he would use like everything is real reference. So the exterior of the hotel with the helicopter is a real location. That's a real hotel yeah. in like Colorado. But then it's the not it's like, there's also there's like nothing calm. filmed in Colorado. That's the hotel that they up. go to in Dumb and Dumber also. And then, they, but you don't see Aspen. the hedge maze. You don't see mm-hmm. the hedge maze in that helicopter shot. So later on, when they're at, when you see the characters walking around outside by the hedge maze, that is a set. He rebuilt the exterior of the hotel and it's just a facade there. You can't go inside it. So he has, he wanted to shoot the movie in order, which meant he had to maintain all of these sets throughout the entire shooting process. So you have an enormous exterior set. Then you have the Colorado room set. I believe that's that big set with the giant windows where he's typing in the staircase. Okay. That's a set with windows that have lights behind them that are so hot. There's mimicking yeah. daylight that they would continually burst. You in can the tell when you, when you know you, Oh really? Yeah. I, those, has, that lighting was popping. Cause you got to get that. Like you got to get that light shining off the white snow. And if you don't, this is a, I mean, you all, you've never really had snow in your life. Have you? That shit is bright. It'll There's no snow blast through the window. Yeah, but I'm saying the lighting was so perfect. Like it looked yes. like it was all fucking real. It looked like real outside winter. He's really good at on-set lighting. Not enough nudity so, though. 2001, Clockwork Orange, Barry Lyndon, all the lights he would build into the set. And look, the best interior lighting there is is you have a giant window and you just blast a shit ton of light through it, and then you add a couple of lights. Like that's the best lighting. He figured that out and he would do it. Okay. In sound. All of his yeah. How do you do sound? Cause that freaking first time that the kid on a little, his little, his little big wheel, his little Bobby's world moment where he's uh, just going in circles and then he hits that carpet. Do 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 do. He goes from the carpet to the wood, to the carpet, to the wood. And it's like six different times. And it's the most satisfying sound. Was he just booming it? It's like an ASMR thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're just recording it. It was just a boom mic, though, or like what? Yeah. He just, just got that ear. The way well, shot was, is a guy in a, like a, a guy's in a steady cam in a wheelchair for, for that sequence. Mm-hmm. So not only is yes, I did that for my movie. 
a steady you had a steady cam in a wheelchair or just a you know wheelchair who el- you know who sorry just a that? wheelchair morbius yeah. did that he, he sat in a wheelchair for most of that movie <laughs> yeah no this it, movie it was, uses it a ton crutches. of steady cam <laughs> oh wait no you're right jared leto he was sat in a wheel he made him had, had, yeah. was wheeled around the set yeah i picture that's how oh, adam cool did it in his movie Adam just he's like we need a That's wheelchair I mean in the I'm budget. Like we used and, a wheelchair, and they're like for the like a steady yeah for a steady cam. No, just to get me from crafty to set. <laughs> awesome. Um, I need six interns to push me around. Wasn't this the move? Wasn't this the movie that the steady cam was invented? Like there's some technology was like invented and used on this movie for the first time, right? No, okay. the steady cam was used in. Um, a few films before this, but it had never and been before used. Before that, to this it was extent. just unsteady. It unsteady was correct. Can... It was well. You had before this, you would have to actually lay down little train tracks called dolly tracks, and they're like little metal like rails that the camera would then be put on a platform that would slide on the rails, and you couldn't go but very yeah. long. But some people would do like hundred yard 300 yard dolly track moves but you couldn't get the 360 thing because you had this fucking rail so if you went forward you know you would see a fucking rail on the ground like a oh yeah you couldn't look for you couldn't move in the direction that you were pointing at so unless you were zoomed in or really land down rails fast or something so do i need to do i need to watch um dr sleepaway camp or whatever that is Doctor Doctor Sleep is pretty dumb. It's the sequel. It's it is it. It seems like a loose end. Or they're trying to gotta watch Doctor Sleep. Do they explain to, stuff to understand fully understand The Shining? The Shining, equally good movies. Like, is the kid grown up and now a superhero or what? Like, why no, isn't him and why isn't him and Carrie and Firestarter starting a fucking Avengers? Look, it's a different artist making that movie, so it's not going to bring you any understanding. Yes. Yes. You there are no answers, Ryan. You will just have to we'll have to ponder the ending of the shining forever. There's always we'll never, an answer. We'll oh, never know of exactly this, what happened because it's I know per, it's purposely ambiguous. And you will I never get your stupid, you know, like Star, just not good enough to write Star ending. Trek ending, fucking big bang theory, everything's all wrapped up for you. Yeah, you they say that they say it. the ending's the hardest thing to write. So it sounds like this guy, if he's such a good writer and he can't even write an ending. I'll tell you how he got in that fucking Who didn't write frame. Stanley. Stanley. How he got, you want to know how he the got in that photograph at the end? It's ambiguous. It's, it's open. Not, it's right it's not ambiguous. Everybody. They get Look. away and, the guy, and he dies. It's like everybody, a self-checkout. I ain't trying I, to write the movie, bro. You're just right confused by the picture, you fucking idiot. Here's the thing about the picture. That's not a Here's how deal. he got into the picture. You can see it. His head was cut off and placed on the photo. It's a different level of grain and detail versus the other people's faces. I mean... I think he just got really good at Photoshop chop, while they were choppy at the, Photoshop. He had a little, he had a little glue. He had a lot of he time a, to learn Photoshop. No, he had a little scissor. He had a little glue, and he would do a little photo editing while he was at his desk. Jack Nicholson, and he put his like. It'd be cool if they showed that picture. Then they show like other pictures where he's drawn like boobs on the girls, or like. Yeah, no, this, put, like, is what, this is what this is this is what two people. This is what is this is yeah. what his wife finds when she goes instead ladies. instead of papers that just say all work and no play. It's just this little craft project, him cutting out little heads and putting them on himself. And he's putting his head on sexy women's bodies. 
Let's talk about <laughs> enough about Kubrick. Okay, we talked enough about him. He's awesome. But let's talk about Nicholson talk- and that Jack fucking bar Nicholson, scene, baby. Dude, yeah. the first Bart scene when it like best scene in the oh movie. My God, the gold room. Just the we're going back to Kubrick, but that whole shot of him walking down the hall and then he just goes in and it goes empty gold room, empty bar, and then he sits down and all of a sudden there's this whole little snake with arms serving him. Before the scene also is a really great scene where he is confronted by Shelly Duvall and she's like, you hit him. You grabbed his arm. You left the bruises on him. And he's like, what? I didn't do that. I didn't do that. And he's all he was literally out. asleep. She came in, woke him up because he was having a nightmare. So it at his gives death. you. So why did she think that he even hit him? Because well, she there's watched, no one else in the there's three, there's, Yeah, there's no one else in the building. So oh, but then and then she finds out that there's like a crazy Danny on says the there's news, a crazy lady yeah. who because that's what happened is Danny went in room two thirty seven and yeah, then yeah, yeah. we'll get to the bar. To we're Danny. talking to the bar. Okay, yeah, we're, we're we're moving fast. All right. Okay. So we're talking about what? Joe Turkle is the bartender. This guy. Joey he's Turk. in a bunch of he's in a bunch of Kubrick movies. He's in the sh- he's in the Killing actually, and he's also in um, Paths of Glory. But um, same character. Yeah, this, is, a ghost, this is one of the ghost scenes. A haunting where he's like interacting with the the hotel, a person like an old guest in the hotel. It's like it's all like a ghost, but he's in like a. It's like he walks into a room of ghosts. There's one There's ghost one. for yeah. him to get started, you know. Yeah, but it's interesting. And a friendly this ghost. Is like, this is how the ghosts seduce a, you. They first give you a drink. They give you what kind you of old want. fashioned hey, and like enough, proper. Enough said. Like a, they're Jeevesy. They're kind of Jeevesy, and they're very so they're very like kind of polite and like uh, yeah, put composed and stuff like that. And it's this kind of an interesting. Ghosts go it's a really good. Uh, it's a really good co- contrast between Jack going. Yeah, that's going not how most, I. Going that's like not how Jacko I bartend. Mode. I tell people Jacko. to buzz off. They call him Jacko, right? Yeah, Jacko Lantern. Um, so he's going full Jacko, and then there's people being like, "Very good, sir." You know? Oh, and that's like Joe. a very fun, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, because they, they're, they're all nice from you, They give you a drink, but then they and then they go, "Hey, you want a girl? We'll give you a little girl. You want a hot chick? You see your tits? You see your bush? How's a little kissy kiss?" Then, then you find out, oh man, these ghosts are racist. This is how it works. Get- they give you a drink. They give you a naked girl. And then you're like, oh man, these people hate black people. These ghosts are racist. Why do, why do they hate black people? Because they why were born the, in that time. It, was, it makes sense. Because then you, know? you go to the bathroom uh, after <laughs> they died at that time. I mean, his apricot is drink is spilled on him. Oh my he god! Why was that sucker so syrupy too? When that Del- apricot oh, yeah, drink, about, <laughs> Del- you're talking about when Jeeves drops the end bomb. He drops the end bomb. They both do. It's a different bathroom. Because then he blames the kitchen staff, the guy, the other shiny. Which poor guy? What's his name? Dick Black dude. Oh man, Scatman Crothers. He got done dirty. He's so good for somebody who has well, for somebody who has telekinetic okay, perception. Around, yeah. For somebody who has telekinetic perception, he kind of wasted it by getting stabbed. It's kind of a funny <laughs> thing to to take a plane and then rent a car. And, and then like, get take like a plane, rent a car, get a snow cat. He took three different plane, car, snow cat, and then he's dead five seconds into the hotel. Just yeah, it's like a twi- it's like a for somebody who can see the future but, and the past. But he saves them because they take the, they take the car back at the end of the movie. He so ultimately he does. Save yeah, it them. allows them to to be escaped because he destroys but, uh, the car. 
He destroys, he's destroys the he's snow cat. He destroys the radio. I love the scene when he breaks the radio and takes the little pieces out and like shakes them in his them, hand. Yeah. What a satisfying little shot. Although every little detail in this movie is perfect. I mean, back to the bar scene. I mean, the, the yeah, light yeah, underneath yeah, yeah. the bar, you know, glowing up like that. Joe Beautiful. Turkle is just so nice. Joe Turkle and Philip Stone, who plays Delbert Grady, the, um, the waiter. The murderer. These two guys have the best scenes in the movie. They're each in like one scene or two scenes. Like I'm sure it was extremely hard working on this film. I'm sure it was like a pain in the ass, but they, I'm assuming they were in and out faster than any probably day players for sure. Yeah. They came in probably for a day, two days. Could be weeks. Could be weeks. Could be weeks. Because of all the takes. With Kubrick and also shooting in order. It could be weeks, but oh, hey. Oh, true, true. Because then you have to wait until you're actually back in the act three <laughs> real time. But that the the Grady guy is really good because he looks like an old butler. He looks like he literally looks like Ask Jeeves. He He's was th- but the way like he was so, like, like he shot. was a butler. And then he gets so like, evil. He gets so evil so quickly and starts saying. Well, he's like word. bumbling and kind of doting and stuff at first. And he like from from like what you're seeing like this looks exactly like that kind of butler and then when it cuts in the bathroom when he like gets to the point of like what the hotel like this is when the hotel yeah. starts like actively praying on jet or like being like okay let's do this what's going uh, on yeah. like i they, corrected like, her i corrected they're possessed but grady them. yeah when, he, when they cut to that close-up grady looks suddenly I he's not like doting he's anymore evil. or yeah, he's he, scary. he looks like sinister and well, it's once just you hear his name, face, the like second you in, hear his name, works in, it works different in in if in, in his each face, composition, Adam. it works differently just it's by character. Hey, well hey weirdo! Hey, weirdo! It's he called both acting. Things. It's not like no, he's, he's acting oh, the same. His face was friendly. His face, his face was scary. Listen to he's this guy. Pretty, he's pretty act. He pretty. He's pretty much acting the same in both parts. No, I don't not. even but, think it was. I don't but even think what he's talking about. He does a complete character change. Him. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I spilled your drink." He's still proper. And then he's like, "He's still very." And then like, he's like, not moving, and, and he's like, scary. "I corrected them. I corrected hey, William, her. Your, your mic is spiking a little bit. Okay. And then I had, yeah. and then I had to I'm correct you the daughters. Fucking picture. No, I think this is a good, interesting thing to say. <laughs> His face works when he's friendly, and it, whatever, dude, you're crazy. Just, I, no, it's like really well shot for that actor's for that performance. I think you're both because it like communicates it. I think it's, it's like, crazy. Um, You're both crazy you know. because it's the writing. The second you find it, the second he hears his name, Jack Nicholson looks at him and he's like, great. Exactly. It's the character. So it's not. Yeah, it's the writing. It's the character. It's not how he looked. It doesn't matter. Anybody ha- could have played that role, I guess, but probably not. Danny as DeVito as... could have played that role. Fucking uh, Jackie Chan could have played that role. Imagine Schwartz Jackie Chan. Imagine Jackie and Swartz. <laughs> Maybe I'm not thinking of like Paul the face, did, but like, he, like the performance. No, because then, the, but then this whole thing brings it together because because then oh, it's literally sorry. the haunted house is literally showing itself. It's to a house Jack of Nicholson. horrors. Let's talk about and how scary lit, the but house they gets. go. But he goes, "Hey, you're an axe murderer. You he goes, you killed your wife and your kids and chopped them into little pieces. You're dead." And it doesn't even phase Jack Nicholson. Now the other thing about this is in the beginning of the movie, the he's guy totally doing lost. the interview, oh, he, he's he, t- he tells him, Dude. he tells him that's it was Charles Grady who killed his wife and kids. And that waiter says his name is Delbert Grady. So what? That's so are they the same character? Okay. I thought it was the same character. This is but a, Jack- th- this leads to a theory of reincarnation. So there's an idea 
that Jack Nicholson isn't just absorbed into the photo at the end of the movie is that there was another person who looked like him at that time, literally in the photo and that he was, cause he says, I had a sense hey, of deja vu. Kind of like I had been, I had a sense of deja vu. Like I had been here. Well, that doesn't mean he's dead. It just means he's reincarnated. Oh, yeah, deja vu. Jack so, is really good in that, uh, scene with great, the Butler, like, and he's like, he's like, lit perfectly he looks like he's like like gone and completely insane or like or like is like on wet mega drugs yeah, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying he's like so this is he like like an eye light glow he thing. literally the guy goes I'm, a like, I'm talking i'm talking to a ghost and he's like hardly phased by it no he's like, freaked he's, out because i'm talking but he to isn't a killer. Freak, he isn't freaked out that there's a fucking room full of people in tuxedos and stuff he doesn't he's even not freaked out by a bartender giving he's him alcohol losing. that there's literally yeah, no alcohol in the building so what was he drinking nothing ectoplasm just, just ghost come ecto cooler it cool. shows the bartender under the table when he goes to mix the drink he's just just nothing <laughs> into a little ectoplasm are the, are the ghosts real in the movie yeah and no our ghosts no yes and no they're hallucinations so there's a scene the shining. He, gets, they, he explains he, what the shining is. It's all real. It's all happening. He gets locked or it in happens, or it's about to, to the freezer. And then Delbert Grady talks to him through the wall or through the door and then unlatches the lock. Now yeah, it's telekinetic powers. There's supernatural things that are real. We know that the shining is real. So they're all real. real go- well, he says the guy, when he's explaining it to blood, the kid, he the goes, blood in the elevator is real. Yes. The little skeletons At, that because, Winifred sees when she's running around are real. Maybe Wendy. not when she sees them. Anything the kid you know, sees I'm, is real, I'm, though. I'm, I'm, or it hasn't happened yet, or it's going to happen, or it did happen. Like, that's what the guy says. You're seeing the past. Pre- what about Adam's dad? Was he real? He was real bad. In that hotel room? <laughs> hanging out with that other guy? Dressed like a like a bear or like a boar? Adam's dad? Nice cameo. Mr. Bowers making a little cameo in a movie. <laughs> You, were you pumped to say that? I, I feel like you thought of that during the movie, and then you're like, "He what? thought of that like seven months ago." And he's like, "We got to watch The Shining," and yeah. just so I can say, uh, "Your dad is in the movie." Dude. Of course, I'm going to talk about it. Which he's character? just a cool. He's the guy in the cool outfit, <laughs> the furry outfit, what? pleasuring a, a cool dude. Oh yeah, up. is that who was that was supposed to be a president, right? <laughs> I don't know. Because he said the guy when he's given the tour, he goes, "We had three presidents here." He says we had pre- a bunch of well, celebrities. He also says, but that dude looked like a he looked he looked politician. He looked like we were supposed to know who that was supposed to be. The irony is like he goes, "Presidents, royalty, all the best people," and it's like murderers yeah. and like psychopaths and fucking ghosts and goblins. Dude it's like, what getting, kind of hotel are you running? Some dude getting banged banged by a Donnie Darko bunny. Costume. Yeah, guys in furry suits. That happened. Blowing That's one men. thing that happened. Bad furry suits. It was, dude. It was a good Gross, party. Weird. It was. It looked. It looked lit. The gold room. Also, like, how are you giving a blowjob in that mask? Well, here's his mouth. You want want to find out? You want to find out? The dog mouth is open. Yeah, it's like a rubber mask. These dogs is barking, dude. I should have to that little hole in the mask. Adam, Adam, how would you do it? Well designed for a blowjob. How would you do it, Adam? How would you wear a dog costume and blow guy? How'd you do um, it? I mean, I would. I would. You probably have, have a, a backwards like his microphone. 
<laughs> Popping it up. Yeah, totally. Popping his peas. It's a little callback. Um, oh, I mean, this, yeah, let's, what, what do you think about this dog blowjob scene? I, I, what is th- that? This is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm asking questions here. It's what, like the Mr. dark secrets. Of the Nobody hotel. else is wearing a furry costume. Yeah, it's like an eyes wide shut thing. Is he supposed to be? But it, it, it looks like he's supposed to be somebody we are supposed to. Re- like he looks like he's supposed to look like a president or a famous person. That was the vibe I got just in that qu- quick little shot. Not that it was just some ghost famous person like i don't know i don't it felt like i was supposed to know more about that scene or like fatty arbuckle was it just some random ghost getting blown well it's like the elites are fucking and so well, yeah just i like get shut i just like you know, anyone else ghostbusters has a scene costumes. of a ghost giving a blowjob and this scene has a, or this movie has a scene of a ghost getting a blowjob it's progressive hmm just pointing that out what about the Maybe three the skeletons sitting on the sofa and Wendy sees that's them? I, that, this for me is the weakest part of the movie. No, that's that part's pretty bad. The the Not Disneyland bad, haunted house just literally that's what that felt like. It felt like the pirate's cave that when you drive on the boat, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. It's pretty cool when she sees the elevator with the blood pouring out of it. Apparently that took like months to shoot and like it was really hard to set up and how many gallons? Still, it was like an insane amount of blood and kind of blood human kubrick would always say like he kept saying like it doesn't look real he has to look real but yeah when he's just going off at this point jack nicholson with the axe but busting the door down i mean this is just an amazing sequence what's the first one he says because he gets through the first door here's johnny that's the second one what's the first thing he says oh he says uh honey i'm home or something. something like that right they're watching all this TV and shit. See, this is a little dated. Oh, you no know? shit. It was made in nineteen. What I was thinking what, for me personally, what I would have done in this sequence, if I directed it, I would have had him do a little Conan O'Brien reference and be like, put his head through the door and then go in the year 2000. <laughs> or how the movie ends. <laughs> that would have that would have crushed. That and, everybody, and, then the, it, and then the last 20 minutes is just the funniest comedy ever. Like just the funniest. Co- Conan, what the fuck, Kubrick? And then Andy Richter's over there blowing Conan O'Brien. In a bunny side. <laughs> in a bear suit. In a guy. another good catchphrase? Donnie Darko sure. bear suit. It's like, what are the good catchphrases? What should he be saying? Like, as if. Why did he say Johnny, though? That's that Johnny, Johnny Carson, right? He says, That's here's what, Johnny. Uh, Ed McMahon would say, here's Johnny. He would do like live from New York. Yeah, yeah like what, yeah, yeah. What if they're what if they just were a different household that watched mad TV? Or if he would should he do a he does a you like the sauce? You like the sauce? (laughs) And she's like, What? You like the sauce? And Kubrick's like, you know what? Let's do 42 more takes of that. Do a little office space. How many doors? How many doors did they go through? It how many takes did that? Um, yeah. Um, I'm gonna need you uh to come in this weekend. Breaks a door. Bigelbowski. I got these scars. Like what? How does he predict? Give me an What's anger management quote? quote. I never seen anger management. I've only seen Adam. Give, give me a give me a Hubie Halloween quote. 
he pops his head through the Happy window. Gilmore. Axe, axe comes through and he goes, I shot I've made a lot of boners in my time. There's a really good boner. boner montage in the with his head sticking through the door. And I don't think this he sticks is a boner. his boner through the door. I'm going to correct those boners. He should have. What if he jumped up, stuck his dick through the door and went, swing, swing? He, he just had his like Jack Nicholson, hairy 70s cock. Just Breaks a through the door. Dick. Same haircut. His Does a fat, veiny dick. Does the Carson's telepa- telepathic thing? <laughs> and Kubrick is like, we need a bit. Be- we need a better dick. And he's like looking at hundreds of guys' dicks, trying to cast it. <laughs> Fuck he's it, like, I'll build it in a- studio. I gotta get it. I'm right. gonna build it in studio. It exactly yeah, he, right. it's like 2001. He builds a miniature, like giant cock. Replica. Just really thorough. Like the baby at the end of 2001. It's just a giant dick in like a foggy vacuum glowing that one i haven't seen it fuck yeah bro it ain't no hubie catchphrases hey here's johnny they do a great callback to this problem child and that scene is in the scene in cape fear that max katie is watching what that's cool (laughs) what that's the perfect response to that anecdote Oh yeah, uh, the guy Robert De Niro in, in uh, K. Fear loves Problem Child. He goes, "That scene is so awesome." <laughs> and Nick Nolte's like, "God damn it, I can't see the fucking movie. This guy is smoking a cigar." Many, I, I, I bet you that was like very what common about Nick Nolte instead of Jack Child Nicholson. Came out. Yeah. God damn it, Wendy, what give me the bat. Wendy, Wendy. Oh, work and no play make Nicky a dull boy. He'd be racist, not like 48 hours. And then the whole movie, if if Nick, if um, what the fuck's his name? Who, what are we talking? Nick Nolte played the character. The reason he would go crazy is not because of like cabin fever. It's because he hit his head on a motorcycle accident. And then the second half of the movie is just crazy. Are you thinking of Gary Busey? What's the difference? <laughs> one got <laughs> hit his head in a motorcycle accident. One did it. One was Gary Busey would be good in this movie. Alive. Stephen King wanted like a pussy actor who would sure. then become <laughs> like violent. He was supposed to be like a little bitch kind of guy. Jack like, is uh, good because he looks like somebody who is going to go insane and murder his family. Yeah, like he he's not happy with like his that. life. Yes, he just naturally and he was he's he was thinning his thinning hair, but he was still growing it out. It's just it was perfect cast. Sure, he yeah, was a Kubrick bitch. Said he, he was a little punk. The Kubrick whole would always compare him to James Cagney, like a old fashioned, over the top, nineteen forties kind of character actor, like huge that bar performance. Scene. Oh, dude, that that bar scene. Back to that when he wa- when he's walking down the hallway, when he's Jack like, Nicholson's wife, and he's just he's like swinging his arms. He's just I like, never put Ugh. a hand on him except for that one time, and she won't forgive me. But that just those little fucking. He's losing the it. Ghosts are playing it's mind so games. Good. They're fucking with you. They're fucking with his family. They're tearing it. Well, apart. he's already he's already there. He's already weak because he's like obviously he had it. That was a big problem five months ago. That drinking was a huge negative catalyst in his life. That's why he had to quit drinking. He's clearly not happy. That's probably why he did it. He hated his job, so he quit it because he wants to be a writer. He's going remember through when, it. Wendy's he's going through like a midlife crisis. Remember when Wendy's was, talking to the doctor and she's like, and then he just sort of. Hit him a little, it forced him a little too hard yeah. and broke his oh, it was arm. One and of the, the doctor's just she like, goes, Oh, it was one of those, it was, it was just one of those things, you know, it was like an accident. 
and then describes her husband drunkenly abusing her kid. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just one of those things. And he never drank again. I've thought about how hard it must be to be a parent as an alcoholic. Yeah. Like tough, that man. seems like I got three it's kids. impossible and you have like and you're like to not do it like have things be really fucked up. Now you figure out you figure out how to get figure out how to get really hard because you're always like hey, let's clap it out for the alcohol drunk daddies out there. Drunk daddies, you're doing a good job. You're doing you're working you're, you're working hard, you're waking up hungover, the kids blabbering, yeah. it can't be easy. <laughs> you're just constantly irritated. Totally. That's what I would be like. That's what I, that's my biggest thing is the hangovers. I'm like, just fed up love, with people. Love the and scene. Imagine the having kids. You have to be like a good parent. If my kid Everyone was the red kid, rum, red rum, just I'd be like, like screaming, I'm, but you have to like do go, a good bro, job as a parent. Remember my when kid the comes kid in goes red rum his... and I go, bro, I'm going to need some rum. You know what I'm saying? This gets <laughs> crazy. This gets wild, dude. Give me some red <laughs> wine and some rum. We're mixing this bitch. What, what about UB40? They could have been like, red, red rum. Um, and they're all dressed <laughs> up like the Okay, is he possessed? Has that's, he got multiple um, personality? That's, uh, also, what Tony's not of, bad. What if instead of red rum that he wrote Nilbog? That would have been cool, right? That'd be fucking freaky. What'd you say? Goblin. goblin. That's like Troll. From Troll 2. Oh. Nilbog is Goblin. That's the name of the town, and then they, it's a big twist. What they if he wrote Regin? Say it out loud backwards. backwards. Regin. What's that? R E G G. Yeah, but how to say it the right way? I don't. I get it backwards. But... <laughs> Wait, hold on. What's the last letter? Say it forward though. What if you said tag off? <laughs> say it forward. Um, what if he said? I don't know. I'm bad tag off. Hey, what do you think? Mada. Hey, what do you? What do you actually? Tag this is relevant. This is relevant. Mada. Last night, Nick, my buddy Nick and I are. <laughs> Somebody clip that and play it reverse, and then we're gonna cancel William Gas. <laughs> oh man, you can um, say things backwards. Mada got me. <laughs> you can say, yeah, those are, that is pretty backwards, bro. Bad us. I thought of that joke backwards way too, Adam. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> I know. I know that's what you do. But hey, okay. Is Tony bad? Tony doesn't seem like a bad guy. He's just hanging Tony's out. Helping in, him. in the book, of. Tony's him in the future. Tony Think is just that, his, that makes sense. Kid, so is that Tony really? Is, just is that hit. really it? Tony is what he thought yeah. the shining. Tony is his shining. He just doesn't. It's like the voice he can hear. No, that's his. A little his. Bit, he's a little boy. He lives in his mouth. Come on. He lives in his. Who doesn't finger. have one of those. Michael oh, Jackson. Theory, so then the movie, like he's like Michael Jackson. He's watching the movie. He's doing his laundry. And then he hears a little boy lives in my mouth. And he like perks up and like runs to the TV and like rewinds it. What the fuck? Just like. Starts, <laughs> start, starts spinning around. <laughs> what about The Shining? And it's Michael hear, Jackson running around his house slap. looking for a little kid he's trying to rape. <laughs> and the little kids run around a field and oh, taking Lord. steps backwards, tricking him. It's Neverland Ranch instead of the Overlook Hotel. Yeah, yeah. That's scary, dude. <sighs> That's honestly know. would be truly. And he does a moonwalk backwards to cover up. Yes. His... <laughs> <laughs> He's moonwalking backwards through the field. Makes no sense. It's like a Wayne's Brother movie. <laughs> <laughs> Breaks through with an axe. Instead of, hey, Johnny. <laughs> Here's Johnny. <laughs> Is like writing. It's just hee hee. 
Jamal, it just typed out. <laughs> it says he, 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 he. Jamal. Just playing a oh, regular boy. husband. Let's go. He like say. goes into the bath. He goes in room two, three, seven. It's like a four-year-old boy. And then he's horrified when he turns 14. Yeah, that's when he the just, go- <laughs> in the mirror, he's like scared. He's like, ah, like it <laughs> yeah. starts vomiting. Just a normal adult. Like a young, yeah. attractive adult. Uh, uh, Michael Jackson. Macaulay Culkin's the, man, there for room, some reason. R.I.P., baby. I've, I think this room, the room 237 Rest scene, in pedophile. Is probably the best part of the movie, I would say. What part? It really sticks with you. Rest Which in part? pedophile. It's a beautiful. Yeah, rest in pedophile beautiful. of MJ. The bath scene. The old lady. It's iconic. Oh, my God. This, one, the, this, is, the, a, this is a witch thing, by the way. The color scheme. This is what a witch is. That's not a, a witch. witch is an old lady pretending to be a hot babe. In the movie, yeah, the witch, yes, late, a scene happens until you're again. making out with her or whatever. Well, and so what's going on with two, three, seven? That's what witches because do. They this is what somebody, this, but this is a drunk hookup. Also, this is how it works. What you was know, going on? Your yeah. chick, one night stand. You're kissing her. She's pretty. Your arms are pretty wide, holding on to her, but you don't really notice. And then real shallow house situation. Once you bust in yeah. your pants, you realize like, uh oh, I need to get out of here. What if Take instead of room two thirty seven, it was room Four two zero, and the old lady spoke him out. <laughs> he tight. opens the door and just—it's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and he just smokes him out. Wayne's brothers. And that's why you? he's looking, That's you. why he's acting like that. The rest scary of the movie. movie. Scary movie six six six. Scary movie six thousand six hundred and sixty six six. How many are we on with these scary? And movies? one six. This is our third. No, I mean the actual oh, no, the four scary movies. The weigh-ins. How many scary movie movies oh, are I see, there? I Too many. Oh, real, enough. Real, who's on first situation going on? So uh, the kid, bathroom was beautiful. All the color schemes in every freaking room you walk into is gorgeous. The overhead of the maze, when he's looking down at it and they're walking through it, that scene is insane. How they do that? It's like the yeah, only CGI. Cool. Yeah, it's just like composited two images. Yeah, but uh, but he does it with no grain. I think symmetry is really he kind of that's why it looks like this. that. Symmetry is good for horror, wouldn't you say? No, mazes are. Hubie, matter. remember that? Remember the maze scene in Hubie Halloween, Adam? Good. Chilling kid getting pulled through. Yeah, that was a scary scene. That's about this about equal. I feel like the corn maze. Why do people make mazes out of plants? It's creeping me out. I've never been in one of those mazes. Too scared? I don't live by a cornfield. My maze is is the jungle of the city. I don't live by a cornfield? I don't go to mazes, corn mazes, field mazes. You haven't even lived in the city. Nah, I just go down to the bodega on the corner and go up and down the aisles. Oh, shit. That's your cornfield. This is me at Trader Joe's. I'm lost. I'm like crying, running around with an axe. I can't get out. You're frozen in the frozen section. (laughs) (laughs) It's just dead. Froze. (laughs) So why did he sit down? He just got tired. I don't think he would. I don't think I would have thought of the footstep thing, by the way, that Danny thinks of. 
No, you would have definitely died. I would have died. Dude, you would not have even made it out of the house. What are you talking about? If you had a shining, Adam, can you imagine Adam with the shining? He's just talking. Actually, that would make sense. All his flights are fancy. Yeah. He's just talking. It's like he does have the shining. Just a cool dude talking to me. In my head. The shining is just autism, right? Yeah, Yeah, basically. Say something with your mind. Or something that only children have, I feel like. This is a very only child sort of movie. I've got a question. How come the the twins don't seem to be doing so hot in this movie. They're well, they've killed. been dead for, they've been chopped up for years, but uh, the, uh, Adam has the, the shining. Guy, he sees these two little girls chopped up in the hallway. He's like, Oh, excuse me. He's just like yee. carefully stepping over them. I'm Someone should clean this mess up. I'm just in two thirty. Trying to get to my hotel. Me, excuse me. <laughs> trying to get to that on the game door in room. Have you seen the game yelling? room? Dude, that game, the game room popping off. Yeah. I want to go to the game room, play some games. No, I'm da- I'm kind of like Danny. I feel like, and you guys are like the twins. That's, That's what, what we're feels saying like doing this podcast. I've got a question. How come the guy didn't? How come they didn't talk with their minds more? Like, hey man, what's going on? Yeah, why didn't Scatman Crothers? Why did he need to shine with Danny yeah, all the time just to see what was going on? At the hey, house, he's like, at the hotel. yeah. Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> just time. Well, I guess because it's a child, expensive. that's probably pretty in, invasive. Well, can you send me a, send a message to my grandma? She lives in Florida. First of all, we got to talk about Scamming Crothers' home pad. Okay, this guy's a cook Who? in Colorado. Dude, oh my God. And he has what a this dope beautiful ass. little winter vacation home in Florida. Beautiful pajamas. The, zoom, the, shot, oh, the shot of the TV with the, <laughs> the picture in the, the background. It's one of the best TV watching scenes. That gorgeous ass really African like. lady in the picture. And then it does the same shot, but reversed of him <laughs> sitting on the bed. And it does this, the reveal. Oh, my God. That's just awesome. It looks so cozy. He's a but bachelor. Also- <laughs> he should have like two or three bitches in his room. A couple of baby mamas. Amen. God, he's got silk sheet. He's, he's just chilling, dude. Nice house. Just, just slow jerking it, cranking it. He's got a nice also, little goon room. So he's aware. He's aware of The Shining. He's aware that he has unique abilities, but he's not like he's just a cook at a hotel. He also should like, be aware that your this hotel life, is horrifying. David full Blaine. Of ghosts. He should yes. know the hotel is extremely dangerous, and he should. Well, like, he's oh, the groundskeeper. Well, he's a cook. I mean, like he's like the guy. He takes care of the hotel because of his shining. So he's he's fine the groundskeeper of the ghosts. Didn't he also he, say they can't hurt you? Because the ghost can't hurt you. They can True. just unlock Only doors. Only his father can hurt him. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the ghosts are tangible when they unlock the thing, but then, yeah, this movie doesn't make right. sense. Oh, so, so, so Jack was what the one that grabbed it, him. Ryan? I was thinking that weird sure, scene where go. he where he uh, goes into his dad's room to get his fire truck and his dad's just supposed sitting to be there. sleeping, but he's like yeah. sitting Love on the, the scene. Bed. I wanted to talk about this earlier, but you two were jabbering on. I okay, we'll talk, talk about it now, you little episode. baby bitch. <laughs> Adam, go <laughs> off. Get us, give us a little baby. Adam talk. Give us a little Adam talk. Um, I mean, what the fuck? Is that? Oh, this yeah, is the you, scene. This is uh, you and like, your son. Your like, son is like, Dad, what's going on? I'm just yeah. trying to get my truck, my truck, truck, my little yeah. fire truck. <laughs> it's like a very creepy scene. You know, it's like an alcoholic. It's basically like a child going into his out uh, is like alcoholic abuse of dad's bedroom, but it just had because of like the soundtrack and shit. It has actually that scene would could be a pretty funny. See, like if their score was not in there, 
I feel like that scene could be from like a Wes Anderson. Like silent? Movie. Yeah, like but, flat, just room tone? Yeah, it'd be funny if it was no, if it had no score. But maybe he hear a little there, wind out the he window. He sits on his lap. He, Danny's amazing in this movie. He's really he, good re, he truly it. Did he have, did he do anything else after? No. And then like having this scene and where, done, like, this, where Jack is being really intense and Danny's playing it like so well. And then, but like that's the music where is gorgeous. Jack's so the music's is the best thing about the movie in that scene. Yeah, it's Bella good. Bartok. No, it's a good scene. Music for sure. Strings, Bella Bartok. It's a five track. But that's where little... Jack is holding him and th- where his bruises and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, and then he starts uh, jerking his son off. Here, let me make you feel good. <laughs> People think it's like a his father is his father issue. is just in despair and he's depressed. His life is he's been depressed. That's why, yeah. And now he's sober. Look, That's the thing. Is like he's, he's like sleeping till eleven thirty. He's like getting breakfast in bed. <laughs> well, this caretaking re- job doesn't seem to awesome happen. Dad. Have any work? He's not doing shit in the building. I mean, like I he, see Wendy he's walking not, around. He's, just house- he's not writing either. He's he's just house sitting. Atten- he's throwing a ball against the wall and stuff. Like, yeah, he's yeah. realizing he ha- things haven't worked out. He's you a know, cool he's, dad. He's like he's a- snapping. A lot of people say like this is the story of a guy who moved to Orange County, you know, and it just. <laughs> He started off in the wilderness and he doesn't like it. He's in the winter of his life now. And that's living in a shed. That's the life we all podcast. What Adam, what if your wife listened to you listen to your podcast for the the, our podcast for the first time and and it's just you over and over saying, Oh, work and no play, make Adam a dull boy. Oh, work it. That'd be the new I just want to say in the movie. Are you guys sitting like that? Wendy is (laughs) giving Because I'm ready to suck. It's comfortable. Right. No. So in the movie, Wendy brings a tray of food to Jack. And mm-hmm. earlier in the podcast episode, I saw Adam's one. wife hand him a tray of food <laughs> of a lunch. Yeah, right. And then he was eating it. That's and he's true. literally dressed like Jack Nicholson. He's got the he, flannel he shirt. He is wearing the flannel. With the t-shirt and his like sleeves rolled up, working from home. And he yelled at her when. That's true. He yelled at his wife yeah. when she brought the food. I'm trying to fucking write. Well, Trying to podcast when you hear the click clack of my mic stand right. not being put together correctly. I'm recording. If only this man had a podcast to get his feelings out or a little internet, you know, a little he could have become like he hated his life. Alex man. Jones, he, he could have been broadcasting. You're just trying to chill and get pussy from chicks and tubs. Oh, he also hasn't been laid. He also hasn't been laid in like six months. When he talks to the bartender, he goes, I'm having a little spermatozoa problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's impotent. No, his wife, they're just not in love anymore. He's angry. He's like depressed and sad and he's not hooking up with his wife. She's trying to do her best effort. Like this whole trip is them trying to get their life back grounded and like back on track. And And, and he's like immediately like... (laughs) Literally, it's like a, it's a restart. He quit his job he or he doesn't have that. the job. No, I know. This is my opinion. This is it does, it's a good opinion. Man. He also tells but she's her, like, coming out. It's we're gonna love it. And she's, she kind of is coming really out. Agency she's home. trying He's to make just, the not at all. She doesn't at all. But he, she's coming out ideas. with like Trey. She's trying to make the best of it. She's like asking to go on walks around the ground. She's bringing him food. And he's just like, oh, I, can't, crazy. I don't know if I can go on a walk. I think I should need to get some writing done. She's putting effort in throwing a ball against a wall. Poor girl. 
poor wife, poor mother. Her son is telekinetic or whatever. He's got the shining. She has no idea what's going on with that. He's talking to himself, holding knives, saying red rum, writing murder in the mirror. And then her husband's writing this. She's the truest victim out of all of this. No, well, yeah, actually, the, kinda, the, the cook is the, cook's the truest victim. She kind of uh, kind of her fault. How? Yeah. She's Stephen not strong K- enough. What? Stephen King like, wanted she, her she, she wasn't a good enough partner. She wasn't being good enough. Like she didn't try she hard was a enough. Cunt. Oh, she, de- she deserved she to be interrupting hit. his writing sessions like that. Yeah, she was getting, cr- he wrote an off that book. She was busting his balls. Would be an avant-garde masterpiece now that he's like murdered the whole he went on a killing spree or try to. Like they would sell that at like head shops in San Francisco and yeah. stuff to be like, read the crazy ramblings Aren't of the guy who went on a killing spree at the hotel and froze to death. Like, Chopped him up and then froze. Totally. It'd be in like the edgy section of the bookstore for like goth teens. Like, whoa, all play, all of work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And look at this page. It's like, he spelled it wrong. This is cool. I'm going to did it. He did it in reverse. Walls reverse you do triangle get, i love that scene because you do it is kind of like you get the experience of flipping through the book because she's just turning page after page and you're yeah. seeing the different ways like that book it, like you've read that book basically because <clears throat> of how she does it yeah it's like yeah and it's also only one book in, it's, it's also a book within a movie sentence. it's a book it's, like, a free, a it's like hey i'm getting a free little book out of this movie hey hold up exactly. i read yeah, what's the latest thing you? Well, I listened to it and it's kind of an audio book. It's um, the scene from The Shining where she's going through the pages. I've been listening to that. Yeah. You um, could have yeah, write anything good? else. <laughs> thanks, good. thanks, guys. I love the shot that of him just typing, and you think he's getting work done. You can he tell just, he's yeah, typing the same thing out. over and over. If you listen to it, he's actually typing the same thing over and over. You get. He's hitting the same ones. I'm sure he's directed to, but well, you don't know if he's if you walked in on that's not how somebody no play makes Shaq. No, you don't know what he's writing, but if you but I know you know it's iconic, so you know he's writing that. When I watched it, I didn't. It wasn't a surprise because this movie's old as fuck. But if you watch it, that I'm saying is acting. He's actually typing the same stuff he's not just randomly tapping across the keyboard and if you walk in on somebody and they're typing like that you it's pretty obvious they're typing the same shit over shouldn't and over. she be a little more like can i read what you're writing like what are you doing she tried and then he just started fucking yelling at hey her. um what the She's fuck putting are you doing work. you fucking idiot <laughs> when you hear the clickety clack of this typewriter i'm working yeah, and she'd be like, you know what? Fuck you. Let me see what you're writing, okay? Oh, this is I gotta... avant-garde. This is artsy. <laughs> She's still positive about it. I'll work in no playmate, Johnny. Okay. She's like, this sucks. Write what something now, Adam? Write something. Write... What about that short oh, story no. you told me about the dog? Yada, yada, yada. Oh, the big red one? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you write that book about the big red dog? Nah, shelved it. That's the guy who came up with Clifford. What if he was just writing gay porn? And then the guy puts on a bear costume. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, write about the ghost, you fucking idiot. So what do you think the moral is? I already know what it is. 
Hmm. Never quit drinking. Never quit drinking. Especially, especially, especially. No, no, listen, especially if you're going to try and write a novel, never don't quit drinking and then try and write a book. Drink through drink it, through it. A lot of writers, a lot of great writers would have the to best. drink and be blacked Edgar out Allen to write. Poe. Edgar Allan Poe, um, early Stephen King, the good stuff. See what I'm saying? He wrote The Shining drunk as hell. True. Don't quit drinking for all you God. kids out there. Jesus, for all you wrote people, the Bible. Black out, dude. People were trying to get water. This dude's just whining them. You know what? I'm going to do a little wine shot to Jesus. I can drive to Brian. Brian. <clears throat> Don't quit Damn. drinking. Trust me. It's hard you to argue with the you'll... point that the movie makes. It does It does make that point pretty clearly. Go surreal. Also, don't death live in a haunted hotel. Don't live in a haunted hotel. Period. Be better to your husband. And maybe he'll he won't go insane and murder you with an axe. Oh yeah, it was their problem Treat that needed to be corrected. Right, ladies. Also, you got a telekinetic kid, use that kid. Go gamble. Go play cards. Bam. Use that kid. The other lesson is like if you're Kubrick and you make a movie like 2001 and it's a big hit, just remake it as the shining. You know, you have an isolated group of people. One of them goes insane. One of them outsmarts the other one. Just do take take the shit that worked and do it again, but different. Is there more than one people in 2001? Oh yeah, there's more than two people. people. I thought it. I thought it was a guy and a AI. And there's another. I'll guy. watch it. I'll watch it. I literally don't know anything about that movie. It's other two than bros it's and one very really physically. smart, hyper intelligent AI. Who knows everything and is in control or is it Kubrick has two me. big themes. Okay. They are I'm something um, infallible is proven to be like flawed. So it's like the, the military plan and Dr. Strangelove falls apart. The AI in 2001 falls apart. The treatment in clockwork orange, kind of a Titanic Hindenburg's Titanic the no- thing. The novel in the shining, he's just falling apart. He just can't the family. Yeah. Like, and the other thing is like, there's always a disillusionment, like in the killing, the gang, they fall apart. They betray each other. There's a lot of betrayal. There's a lot of like clockwork orange, the gang falls apart. So, the military core group at the beginning of Full Metal Jacket that falls apart. People go so insane. conflict. That's just like so storytelling. You, yeah, that, that's just literally what storytelling is. But it's in every it's movie. Just, there's always a group of people like who are hyper together, and then they all they start killing each other. Yeah, you know what that is, right? That's been but going they're not on like good since guys and like bad the guys. Roman days. There's been but and they like give com- you four types. They give you the funny one, the smart one. The Ninja Turtles are a perfect example. Well, Everything is written in the same. A lot of movies have of good guys and bad guys, and his things are like his kind of conflict just, is like a, a circular group of people who are all together, who are basically equals, and then they one start affecting each other. Guy, one of them becomes a bad guy. We are. Is all he the bad guy? Being the bad guy. Or Jack Nicholson. Yeah, guy. his son brought a. A black man to the house. I mean, come on, you got to kill him. Duh. Correct him. Just black chop man him that can read, a black man that can read your thoughts. That might be the most dangerous person in the world. He's all freaked out. He's like, huh? what? He can read all my racist thoughts. <laughs> what a reactionary. Man, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where do you think they went? Where do you think they drove to? Back yeah, home? Applebee's. To the sheriff's? Going Applebee's. And I will say, chicken finger. they just had to get an onion bloomer real quick, or a blooming yeah, onion. Yeah. From... <laughs> yeah. Do you think she so, had a good second marriage? No. I hope so. <laughs> what happens to the kid? Does just he grow up? Yeah. Just immediately with she... another alcoholic, no, like no, authoritarian no. guy, like a cop she or would, something? She wouldn't. But this one works at a motel instead of a hotel? She wouldn't pick the same sort of abusive pattern over and over again. Wendy, yeah, you've had your whole after the, fucking after life that's... to think it over. God, that scene it, on the staircase. It's like, I mean, it's that's like lightning. Once you get struck once, it's not going to happen again. This movie has so many good scenes. It actually happens what if he got a lot struck more by lightning if you get struck once. That would be cool. Oh, really? The axe. If that's you get true. struck by lightning once, you have like a, almost a 100% chance to get struck again in your life. You have a more Man, of a chance to get up. There's one dude in like bro. 1918. There's like one dude who's been struck the most, and it was like nine times or something crazy over like two years. And his wife like ended up leaving him. It ruined his life. His wife left him. Like everybody just didn't want to be around him. And I think he ended up killing himself. Something crazy. Because he just kept getting struck Damn. by lightning. And he was like, fine, health wise. That story is true at all. It is. It's like a 198. Look up the guy who got struck the most by lightning on your own time. Safe search off. He killed himself, though. I don't For know. Sure. I'm, I think I made up half of that story. Sure, but why not? That okay, is a true okay. thing. Okay. You've heard of this guy. There is a guy that got struck like nine. I mean, the the person that's on record being struck the most. And uh, it was he's just like, like powder. Yeah, literally. Basically powder. Oh, I'm thinking of the movie Powder. Never mind. That's Love that movie. <laughs> he's bald. Okay, so he's really did, has really white skin. They no, call him Powder. Stop. They call Wendy, him. give me the axe. Give me the axe. And when he sticks his little tongue out, wiggles his tongue. That's hilarious. Give me the bat. Jack Nicholson is really funny in this movie, honestly. This movie's hilarious. He's lost it, dude. He's off his rockers. Like, it, it's so good. It's like such a good yeah, he's cabin feet. This, what he's is going that full Jacko mode. He's going full Jack. They call him Jacko. Y'all ready to get Jack Max off. Jacko. Don't they call him Max Jacko? Max Jacko. My name is Max Jacko. That'd be a cool name for a cop. Oh, uh, where can no play make Jacko a dull boy? Yeah, I'm changing my name to Jacko Nicholson. Jacko Nicholson. Well, he's oh, adding another. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> this movie took 13 months to shoot. That's a long Jesus shoot. Christ. That's a year. That's dope, though. That means somebody you don't get paid by the day year. as an actor. You get flat fee. So there's like yeah, other. Worth it, though. And, no, and it goes over schedule. What are they getting on yeah, the back yeah. end? Are they getting some of that? Because that's like such a cult classic. People are buying up. My friend I play Magic the Gathering with just bought a new play mat that is the uh, carpet. It's just that red square cube carpet of the, you know, That's when cool. the blood when the yeah, blood yeah, comes yeah. pouring down. It's that they're like hexagonal. They're yeah. like hexagonal. So like, are they? Yeah, and it's uh, specifically from the shine. Like, yeah, are they getting? Because there's not like toys. No, Jack Nicholson got back end on the residuals, Batman. Like? On Batman, he got a huge percentage of the gross and made almost toys a, and stuff, a hundred right? million dollars. And then he was fucking rich and didn't give a shit anymore. He's like, I'm Jacko now. <laughs> Jacko, I'm Joker. Jacko. I'm the Joker. I'm Joker. I'm Joke Nicholson. Wait till they get a load of me. Cool. What if the Joker was in this movie? He was at that bar scene, that opening bar scene. 
was the Joker. He does this too. He goes, he keeps licking his lips. The Joker inspired performance, maybe. He inspired the Joker. That was performance was or, created. Yeah. You know, the Joker's always character. been like a thing. The Joker is a, is a character throughout not live history. On, not live action, yes. though, outside of the freaking painted over mustache one. He reinvented the joke. That's pretty sinister. That's a pretty talking about Caesar chilling Romero. performance. Mm-hmm. The Adam what if Adam West was in this movie? Yeah, I could see him being the bartender or something. Oh. And he's like chasing after Robin. And he's dressed up like Batman. What's Robin, like, uh, come here, I'm going to kill you. It's literally and Robin stepping backwards in the over his footprints. It's the same scene. But it's, all, it's like on a sideways building. And they have a rope. <laughs> he kills scamming Crothers. Okay, like... so where did they go? And I'd like how they didn't show they didn't show them in the car driving away. They just show the car driving away. There's always a scene at the end of scary movies where it shows the two people in the passenger seat, like laughing that they, you know, like happy that they're escaping. Did that just happen? That was, yeah. I thought that's what it was about to happen. I'm like, Oh, don't stand. They play like any positive music. Freeze frame, jump in the air, freeze frame type situation. Adam, you know, what's going on? Yeah, Shelly Duvall raises a fist in the air and it freezes frames on that. There was a scene of Wendy in the hospital that was cut out the window. It's a famous deleted scene. So the movie was after out for the a, fact. The movie was out for a week and then Je- and then Kubrick cut it. So there was actually a scene you could see when the movie at was the out end. for the first weekend. At the very yes. end. And yeah, it what's was the like, scene? The police are like, we didn't find any body in the hedge maze. And then it cut to him in the photo. So it was like he got absorbed. That would make, yeah, that would make more sense. But he's out there that's lurking. Too cheesy at the end. That's too. That's too cheesy. And he's like, "I'm cutting that scene." Well, you cut. Also, yeah, he you, wasn't even like, that you good of a cut. Killer, everything dude. that explains stuff towards at the end. You should cut for everything a movie like this. Exactly. Yeah, it, totally. Show it. Let it kind of be a mystery. That's how we should. That's how we should. That's how we should end this epi- This podcast episode. With a little ambiguity. What are our ratings? Oh, yeah. Who knows? We just don't know. It's so up to me, you to decide. This is a five-star movie. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. This is my favorite Kubrick movie. I'll probably watch it. it. It's very could, rewatchable. Could, very rewatchable. Don't be a jerk. It's a five-star movie. You can you put know? this on saying. and you can masturbate. To the old lady scene. You can laugh. There's lots of great lines to quote. Funny movie, dude. I was watching it with my roommate's cat, and he was freaked out. One of my favorite lines: "Are you out of your like fucking Halloween. mind, Jack? Right he has bruises. Are you, Are out, you of your out of fucking your mind? fucking mind? Classic yes. line. And it's like, bro, you crazy, dude? You just said we don't. We just found out you just typed two hundred pages like of I, the same thing. You crazy, but Jack? It, you, but it's you not even nuts. just going crazy. It's just showing like a." abusive really abusive relationship mm-hmm. you yes. know what i mean like the, everything is right that's what she was i, I feel like, like that. that's what she was upset because jack nicholson got a little too actually abusive well it makes yeah, like the dom- these domestic things like supernatural or like it pushes them into like the surreal territory but it Plus, still follows yeah it's like they're in a house scenes. 
They're in a, a little, they're in a house problem, that's yeah. the size of a building. They're in an enormous version of a yeah. house. They're playing house and there's yeah, like a giant totally. kitchen that's like hundreds of feet long. There's like giant rooms and giant halls. Her walking that just, tray. Yeah. The kid and I let like the kid on the tribe. It's a house of beautiful horrors. Way, beautiful way to show how big it actually is. I mean, there's so, so much blood coming down those halls. Can you imagine the cleanup? Clean up on aisle four. Somebody that was just her fucking should have said that out of the movie. Guys. I don't know if you're right. You know what I'm saying? That's just a fucking that's just her bloody period. Those kids weren't old enough. Hey, that that elevator scene, that's just me after too much Taco Bell. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my bleeding out my asshole. <laughs> I'd say Chipotle, but yeah, I know what you're saying. This is I uh, yeah, <laughs> it's red that's actually true. <laughs> you're just pissing blood out your ass. <laughs> no, you take probiotics now. It's not like that anymore. They couldn't make this movie in the 80s because they HIV. It's more coagulated. It's more chunky now. Yeah, it's like chili now. But just all blood. There's no modern American diet. It's just only blood. (laughs) Like a blood turd. Imagine (laughs) a turd. Imagine a solid turd that's only blood. But it's like still firm and it's a poop. And one corn. There's like one piece of corn. (laughs) There's still corn in it somehow. That blood. What, it's taking a little ride in the elevator? I'm talking about a turd coming out your butt and it's just all blood and there's no poop. That's me when I go to the bathroom, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like still so- coagulated, kind of like it's almost like you pooped a clot. The, oh, the couches, <laughs> couches are like flying across the room and like tables are being knocked over. <laughs> this is making me uncomfortable. Have you ever had a blood clot? I had a root canal once and there was a blood clot that came out and it was like, Holy it, shit, felt, it felt like a loogie. And it was literally, I, I pulled it out. It was literally was like, you know, the size of a diamond. It was just all blood. Could, it was just, it's just is that, coagulated. Is that a real blood clot? Or are you just talking about like, yeah, no, when you get, I had to get my tooth sewn shut. So he's like, what's going to happen is it's like, pu- it's like your body's pus, not yeah. pus, but like this antibiotics, so natural. Yeah, it was just, and I, and he just spit it out and it looked like I was a fucking boxer. Like I spit my teeth are all bloody and then. And then it was gone. I feel like I just oh, watched it was so the old disturbing, dude. Again. It was so you've never. It's a common thing with. Would mouth you fuck surgery. that old lady? Mm. Of course. I'm not gay. Of course. It's like the fucking king from House. You of, see, House she of seems Dragon. like somebody I'd like to date. You know, I don't think this is like a one that. That's like maybe. What if she was rich? Yes. <laughs> it's not take. Oh yeah. You know? So that was actually a witch, right? And there was actually somebody living in that room. Yeah, I don't think that one was. I don't think thing. that one was a ghost. Yeah, that's the, the witch. Are move. you two talking about? He says, witch? "Don't go to two thirty-seven." But then the guy has no other problems. It is with the witch the other move. But I guess it's all ghosts and stuff. Yeah. Also, but wait, wait a minute. I was thinking about this. I've seen this a few times. I've never had this thought. But like, why don't they go fucking deal with the? Though they nobody's checking on the old lady in the room after. This happens. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, she's you know? old, dude. Are you a rich? Are you, you just an take, idiot? Adam? Fucking take a bat over there and like. He just, did, and then he went in there to check on it. And he ended up making out with her. No, afterwards, be like, "What the fuck?" He got away. No, he shut the door. That's all you do. Just don't go in that room. Okay, I don't think you understand what the actual conflict of the story is. Alcoholism. It's not like going around with a baseball bat, beating up all the evil ghosts. Beating up ghosts? <laughs> Why don't they just beat up cool. ghosts? <laughs> Probably if you just beat up all the ghosts, then there would be no problem. Yeah. yeah why was he attacking that door? 
but also it's it's all, there's also a little logic ghosts. gap i think and a logic issue i think with how shelly duvall just takes jack's word for it what that there's nobody that there's nothing in there and stuff and she's she doesn't a, check herself well, why like, would he lie though and she's scared why like and she's abused and well, why she's doesn't she like kind of he's gaslighting she, like, watching her she's like a survivor the, yeah she's yeah, like she's a survivor of gaslighting i don't buy that she would she, believe that she's passive. just like Adam, well, she bought his would, bullshit about oh i just used a little too much force she yeah she's in right, denial right. adam she's doesn't get denial. it because adam is her in his marriage <laughs> adam yeah. you need to blink twice dude if you're with your captor yeah <laughs> I can't tell if he's blinking. Are you? I can't. <laughs> he's chained I can up leave the, in the shed, shed anytime I want. I just really like it. You stand he's up sick. and there's like chain on your a ball and chain. <laughs> he stands up and spreads his ass cheeks and starts winking his butthole. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, "This is oh yeah, the winking. This is what my dad I used to do for my dad." <laughs> dad Michael Jackson. That'd be cool if Adam dad was Michael Jackson. Actually, that'd it's be really just, cool. It's like I, I bet um, this one guy at this party, and then I was talking to him, and then afterwards, my friend was like, "You know who that is, right?" I'm like, "No," and he's like, "That's Mark Hamill's son," and it's just like a guy, you know. And I just talked to him about like he like was inking Simpsons comics in Photoshop, and he never mentioned his dad. Cool. And it's just, and that'd be cool oh, if nice. like cool Michael job. Jackson's yeah. son was Adam like that. It's just like, yeah, you know, Adam. To have a podcast he's trying to hide his hee hees so people then you just ask. go to his house and you see a photo of like a family photo of him and his dad and like a monkey <laughs> you're like what michael jackson's your father like yeah i know yeah and now i don't see it and then adam puts a blanket over his face and i go oh i see it <laughs> you're the you're the one he dangled you're the one he dangled i'm blanket and then adam lifts up his wrist and there's a giant diamond bracelet over his wrist, like a beautiful, expensive bracelet. And he's like yeah. little, Itali- little Italian shoes. It's like, all right, let's go. Lisa Marie yeah. Presley brings him lunch one day. Oh, that's spin. my stepmom. Yeah. He pulls out. A- <laughs> he's a monkey. That's his wife. He kisses the monkey. <laughs> she turns Get into a... <laughs> 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 making out with him. Him running around the house would have been such a better movie. checks in. I'm gonna check this tongue into that mouth. This <laughs> 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 remake The Shining with Michael Jackson, a little kid. He's such He's a making out movie. with a monkey. <laughs> the monkey's blowing him. Chamona. <laughs> Instead of and you read on in the mirror and it what does it say? Is that a red room? The South Park didn't South Park do this? I mean, he's Probably. chasing the kids around backwards. Oh boy! Well, this is a delightful movie. I guess that's it for Halloween. You guys, what was the, the scary? Last what's the scariest movie? What are you talking about? Don't we have two more? No. Nope. Let's keep watching scaries though. It's the middle of October. What are you talking about? Yeah, we're done recording these next in week comes Hubie hit. Halloween. And then this one next time. Oh, this is the fourth week. What did we watch? You sad? Sad that it's over? Bubba Hotel. I haven't been chilled. That wasn't chilling. So I... Night of the Creeps. That was not chilling. 
Actually, that one was kind of chilling. You were scared to watch this movie and you were saying for days, like, I'm not going to watch The Shining. I'm not going to watch it because I wanted a verbal proof that we watch. But boy, I say, oh, but boy. Yeah, I already forgot about (laughs) it. I thought you were just trying to get him. So say it. Oh, no. I was impressed. Movies aren't just been a long term bid I've been doing. Yes, they are. What? You're not. You could have watched Silent Hill. But you wanted to watch Who Be Halloween because you were too scared of something. Mars Hill. Attacks. I still haven't seen Mars Attacks as an adult. That's the scariest movie scary. I've seen in my life. Jack the scene when she walks du- in, dual dude. Dual roles with Jack Nicholson. That's scary. He does he go full Jacko mode? He gets a little Jacko in, in Las one, Vegas, in yes. One or both. God damn Martians. 73%, 73% Jacko. Yeah. He doesn't go full cool. Jacko mode, though. Full metal Jacko. Never go full Jacko. Never go full Jacko. Look at what happened to Heath Ledger. Full metal jacket. Heath Ledger went full Jacko. Dead. Damn. That drill sergeant would really tear up Michael Jackson in that movie and abuse him. I don't get the reference, but yeah. He hasn't seen that movie, but yeah. (sighs) Five Five Eyes Wide Shut. Happy Halloween, everybody. I hated Eyes Wide Shut. I watched Eyes Wide i just watched shut um the week after i got broken up with uh and it was awful we were watching it and it was like my friend i was sleeping on his couch i had um a rash from the kitten job i had and i was sleeping on a love seat my feet hung off and my friend was like we're gonna have a party it's just gonna be the boys and they invited like three boyfriends over and we got we started drink. We were doing shot. He was just, he was doing his best to get me feeling good, you know, to like get me out of the breakup. The wild eyes wide show. And then playing. he was just or trying to have a guy's night, you know? And then he put eye and he's like, we're watching eyes wide show. You haven't seen it. And they put it on. And then I'm like, this is probably what my ex is doing right now. Getting Fuck, fucked by Tom Cruise in an orgy. Yeah. And, I, and it made me really sad because I just couldn't picture her not being at a part like I'm this on this couch just gross and sad she's, she's probably Illuminati. at she's probably at some Illuminati party yeah getting raw dog by Bezos damn so I don't like eyes wide shut see I'm as an empath movies affect me depending on the the, the what's going on around me interesting any theories I, we have to we have to drag out the Native American stuff. It's the house. Oh, it's the burial, hotel Indian is buried burial on ground. A, Indian burial ground. A massacre. And the guy even makes a joke about it where he's like, yeah, a few of them tried to escape and they had to like shoot them down. That's why alcohol. That's why the ghost alcohol is so powerful because it's they understand the power of alcoholism. He also didn't ever make a drink. He didn't mix anything. He just handed him a full one and then the thing was empty and then it was full again. So what he's was he just, just sitting just there? Pissing, was he just, just sitting there at an empty bar? You just a little shot of his talking dick. to himself. Yeah, he was. Like there it. wasn't. He was talking to himself. I mean, he was talking to the ghost. No, there's ghosts, baby. The ghosts yeah, are tangible. Talking to a. The Shining is real. He communicates with a child across. Yeah. The country, or he gets the cook to show up. You know. Ghosts are real. The Shining, that's, that's by awesome. the way, is like just the term that Scammy and Crothers' grandmother gave it. Yeah. That's, that's a very good like, thing. It's, it's, it's just, um, it does sound Negro. like something like a, a black grandma would say. Would call it like, that's like, I don't know, like my Angelou vibe. 
I think I'm a little shiny. Look at, like I think I'm a little shiny. It, really proud of it. So. Look how shiny I am right you now. Are, you do got some shining. I got a nice little glare going in the window for all you listeners. That's great. Well, this is damn. Better. I had a, I had a psychic. This is real. I had a psychic ask me if I was psychic once. Wow, that's a brilliant thing for a psychic to ask. Are you psychic? And I go, <laughs> I go, I go. I was just gonna ask you that. Yeah, should she be asking we, questions at all? Like, shouldn't she? It was at a party. Thing? I wasn't paying for her services. She came up and she goes, "Are you?" She won't turn it on. She, she goes, "Are you?" She goes, you "Used to swim, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." Like it was crazy. It was it was bizarre. She You're goes, just okay. in like trunks. She goes, "Yeah, it was at a party. Everybody, it was in Beverly Hills, and everybody's all coked out." And and she just came across the room and said this to me, and I was like, "Yeah, I used to swim." She's like, "All right, I just got like this weird vibe, like this weird." wash of like you swim of like you really enjoying swimming and i never talked to this lady in my life and i was like yeah no that's a thing and then she and then she's like stopped and she goes also are you like psych do you are, are you like premonish she said a word not psychic and i was like no you i do i do crowd work on stage sometimes i'm sorry um this is weird do you have a blood clot in your anus i go not anymore i just pooped that out <laughs> and I just pissed that clot Sweet. out my ass about 15 minutes ago. She goes, yeah, I know you clogged the toilet. This is my house. Thank you.